Well, good morning. Hello, and I'm so glad you guys are still listening at this point. Um, this journey is taking such an odd turn for me. Like, I don't want to be this person who stands and straddles two different religions, basically, okay? Um, wow, I don't even know where to start on this. I just started getting flooded with information because, okay, so here's what happened. This is why you want to pray and set your intentions while you laying in the bed. Before you move to get up, before you go pee, you can do like five affirmations. You can do a a small prayer and um, (laughs) um, wow. I'm just getting more stuff. I'm writing it down really quick. I got I just now received that Christianity doesn't have the pieces to all of how we're supposed to live on this planet. So, um, sorry Christianity. I love you and I love God and I love Jesus and I love the Holy Spirit, but in the case of crystals, okay, for example. Crystals help me get through anxiety. Witchcraft, if I didn't have it, I'd be sitting in a pit of demons in Goshen, Ohio still. Most witches are broken people, okay? This is because, and I'm going to throw this out here. Remember this. Witches, most witches are broken people. Now, I'm going to try to define what I mean by broken. That they're probably someone that has been repeatedly run over by other people. They might have been a witch from very early on from, you know, their mom or whoever. They, If it's in your family, you're most likely going to be led to use it sooner or later. And I don't know if we're just talking about magic in general, supernatural happenings, or if there's, you know, why should I be talking about, you know, like crystals like they don't work, you know, because crystals do work when you lay them on people and I've done it if I hadn't done it I would have you know I've prayed people well with those tuning forks and when I call on angels I ask God to sit I'm that's what I'm doing is calling on angels to surround that person so they cannot be attacked by negativity as they are healing okay and I hate to say it but Christians Tuning forks are a new development. It is sound healing. We do just because God exists. God also gave us an energy body that we need to treat. So Christianity don't have all the pieces to the puzzle. When a Christian who has cancer and the doctor can't do nothing else for them, and they go over there to the doctor and they say, you got to help me. Uh, You know, I'm depleting. I get six months to live. I need help. Well, sorry, we can't do nothing for you. We can we can make the transition easy for you. But a traditional doctor ain't going to say we can heal you. A healer is a healer. Whether you come from paganism or you come from Christianity or you, you can pray over people. You go over to people's houses. Somebody will call you up in every Christian family. It's like, call Tildy. That would have been my mom, Sue. Call Sue. Get her over here. Tell her to pray for this lady. You know, 
because, you know, this person's really sick, you know. Every family has that. That's like a damn shaman. You know, if you're in a Christian family at all, if you've ever been involved in a Christian family. But to me, that person's prayers are more powerful and everybody fucking knows it, you know. So if God let me get into this relationship, not only that, he allowed it. He allowed all of this to happen, okay. God allowed me to get a Ouija board when I was 13. God allowed me to get those crystals. God allowed me to do witchcraft. Okay? If I had not fought back against the forces that were pushing on me, including my husband. I'm not just talking about physical people pushing on me. It's It was the whole spirit of the area. I had to get the fuck out. It was rejecting me, you guys. And I'll say that because when things happen... when Okay, I think that... With that attachment, that I was actually placing scissors, knives, you know, weapons. Like, not, I'm not talking about, like, hammers or anything like that. I'm just talking about a repeated pattern of blades being laid throughout the house. And then I would come back to them, and immediately the thought would come, I could kill that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, I was possessed. I had an attachment. And this is real. You might be possessed right now if you listen to this. Because if you ain't been saved and by Jesus Christ as your Savior. And you ain't been baptized. Well, I'm sorry. I can still cuss and I can still be me right now because I'm in that phase. You know, I know that shit will probably come off of me. But I'm wildly enthusiastic about telling you guys <sighs> that you need to get saved. To get rid of that entity, okay? But I'm telling you in my experiences, while I had an entity attached to me, you know. I don't think I was full-on possessed until later on. <laughs> because I'm like, that was later on. And I went through that exorcism alone, okay? And I've told this story to a couple people lately, and I guess it just wants to come out, you know. It's time to tell people the dangers of fucking with this shit. But the way it rolled out to me, it's God wanted me to know my spiritual gifts. That's why he allowed me to bring crystals. He prompted me with other people to go get crystals, to dabble in witchcraft, to read cards. You know, he allowed me to do those things because guess what? How is, how's God going to tell you you've got spiritual gifts? You know, is he going to send an angel to knock on your door, on everybody's door, Who's got spiritual gifts and say, hey, guess what? I chose you to have prophecy. I chose you to have discernment. I chose you to have, um, you know, healing abilities. I chose you for all of these things. These spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit. Because my family is rooted in Christianity big time. Not just Christianity. We're talking about using God for healing kind of Christianity. Like Pentecostal people and stuff. No debt, no snakes and shit, just, just the healing part. And so, to me, it's like God revealed those things to me through, and not only that, think of it this way. God proved to me that I was fucking right. That I was a smart one, and everybody else around me that was talking shit was stupid, you know. And that this shit is real. Not just witchcraft, 
Because when you get into learning about God, you realize that God has that supernatural power, but in a good way. That things always work out for you. Now, if you're serving witchcraft and you're serving paganism, it's most likely that you're not praying for the person that you're doing this for or that you're praying at any point during witchcraft. Some people consider what they do during witchcraft to be praying. But guess who you're praying to? You're not praying to God. Now, I know that parts of me still want to resonate with certain values of witchcraft. Like, I think that women need a... I think that we need a metaphysical weapon against the spiritual attacks that's been going on with women, especially this year. So I think that God just exposed it to everybody. I think he allowed this to happen so spirit... Holy Spirit could come back in and save people. You know what I'm saying? Some people will will take it on and they might have a tragedy. You know, they might have, okay, say say you play in Russian roulette with, you know, anything. Like nowadays, if you go out and get any form of drug, illicit drug on the street, you have a chance that you're going to die. Fentanyl, you know, like that, if that isn't going through your head, You don't care about yourself. You need therapy because if you're still going out and getting illicit drugs off the street, well, I, I hope and pray that you live through it because we've had three or four local deaths, you know, from fentanyl here in Galveston. And one of them happened right, right in front of me, you know, right in, right, someone I knew, okay? And... That person wasn't expecting to be dead that evening. They were just expecting to get a little high. So please don't do those things. That's the way that temptation and deception works. You might be fine and doing great and loving life. And you go out and get you a little blow. And next thing you know. Next thing you know. Your ass is dead. Because, you know, fentanyl laced coke. That's what killed the person I knew. Um... But anyways, that two of those happened in one day here in Galveston. That's so sad. And it was Christmas Day. It was Christmas Day. We had two deaths from fentanyl here in Galveston County. So, hang on. I got to take these sinus pills. (laughs) I'm starting to get a little congested. (laughs) Okay, that's better. So anyways, now I need to approach all this about how when you use crystals, you're calling on the devil. I don't think that's accurate. I think that crystals have been used in watches, clocks, computers. Crystals are not evil. They are our friends. They run every piece of technology that you hold in in your little bitty hands has a crystal running through it. You know, copper carries energy, conducts energy the best, except for silver. Silver is just a lot more expensive. So I think they do use silver in a lot of computers and technology, though. Do you ever open it up and see copper? No. So I think they actually use sterling silver to conduct the energy around the motherboard and whatever, however they do it. But behind that, if they didn't have a fucking crystal to run energy through... You know, 
to carry it, to ch- whatever they call it, transmute it, transform it, whatever. You can't have a piece of technology without a crystal, a quartz crystal. You can't. They're conductors of energy, whether people like it or not. They still have their own resonating energy at whatever frequency God gave them. Okay? There's a difference in a rock that you find out on the street and a crystal that you go in and it's been birthed from the earth. I think there is much power in crystals. And when I open up my shop on the Strand, I will be selling crystal crystals and Bibles. So, yes, you can be Christian and still like crystals. And, you know, the tuning forks are, are sound science. Look it up. It's all, you know, right there on the internet to check out. Go to Soma Energetics if you don't think that tuning forks are Christian. It will teach you the science behind it and how when you're laying on a on your deathbed, you'd be glad to see somebody show up with some tuning forks to treat your energy body. You know what I'm saying? So all y'all that's just like, oh yeah, well, I think God gave me the tuning forks because I have a God-given ability to heal people with my hands. And you use those Because you are a physical. You take pills to treat your physical ailments, correct? Crystals will treat the physicality around your body that you can't see. Okay? That's vibrating too high for you to see. It's more light than it is physical. You are partially non-physical. Whether people believe that or not. Okay? Now, I'm going to move on to my next theory. I've learned a lot lately in the last couple of weeks, you guys. I've learned that the Irish have a curse on them. That because of some certain outcome or a war or something, somebody placed a, a curse on the Irish. That they would be horrible drinkers and fighters. Well, <laughs> yeah. I start, struggled with alcoholism for 14 years. My grandpa was a horrible alcoholic. He was a moonshine and coal miner, you know. <gasps> Excuse me. All he did all day long was drink. You know. So, that was my papa Macintosh. And my grandma was, his wife was the one with the healing hands. So, things kind of came from them. And I think that those things are things we're going to use right now in modern day. I got the hiccups, y'all. Are you kidding me? Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about, excuse me, about these generational curses. Sexual molestation is a generational curse. Sorry, my hiccups are like cutting my words short. <coughs> See, this is my body saying I'm com- I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable talking about this, okay? Sexual molestation is a cycle, a learned behavior. One parent does it and then, excuse me, that child grows up and does it again because they've never been taught that that was bad behavior or improper behavior. Nobody ever did anything about it and never got reported. Excuse me, the person never paid for their bad behavior and they never had any consequences. But... You take that damaged, traumatized person, and guess what has happened to them? 
You've just made them psychic, first of all. You just gave them a sixth sense. Because when you abuse someone horribly and they're worried for their life, you become hypersensitive. And that's what creates the higher sense. Because you already, you're listening harder, you're watching harder, you know, you're, you're like, is that fire I smell? You will never be the same person after you've been traumatized. And if you, excuse me, were lucky enough not to get traumatized, sorry, you don't get those abilities because you've never been in a survival, excuse me, situation. You've never had to worry about your life because that's what happens last night. My body's acting up, so I won't talk about this. I'm going to push through it, though. Excuse me. Yeah. Can you hear this? I'm clogging up, and this is, this is all this stuck energy. That's basically, I think, because I haven't talked about this, you know. So the generational curse of sexual molestation is a learned behavior because you learned... That it was okay to do it because they never got punished. So that cycle was broken with me because I never had children. So my own abusers were the one that told me not to have children. Don't have kids that will ruin your life. You'll uh, Everything will be fucked up. You'll have to give everything up. No more money. No more fun. So my parents basically convinced me not to have kids. And that that hurts at age 50 because the devil deceived everyone and, and stopped me from having my own fucking family, from having my own pod, from ha- having my own children with uh, someone who loved me. But it was never to be because I was on a trajectory that, that my frequency was conducting ever since childhood because... You still think you're unworthy. You still think you're you're not good enough. That you can you just have to take that, that abuse. You line up with people all every day. Doesn't matter. Every guy you pick is the same as the last one, just in a different body. So, yeah. And um, the the sad thing about it is that until something breaks that cycle, it can continue. And until you're aware of those cycles, they can continue. So, um, check this out. I have another generational curse that I want to talk about. Obesity. Being fat. And I think that also comes from two other things. If you're heavy, if you're obese or fat, whatever you want to call it, then you, you might be an empath. Because you're picking up everybody else's shit. You are a highly sensitive person that knows things about people uh, somehow. And you might not even be talking about it. But an empath is someone who, not only that, but an empath feels deep compassion for people. And so much so that they can read the emotions of another person. Right? Right? So they feel it with you. They feel empathy for you. And if you're, if someone else is crying, some people can just walk, walk by, go in the room, not cry. If you put an empath in a room, 
they're most, most likely going to cry with that person. Because we're really emotionally sensitive. Okay? And then the other reason you could be heavy, obese, whatever, is that you've been sexually molested and you never went and had that trauma processed. You never brought it to the surface. It's still dark down deep inside of you. You never told any anyone. You never reported it. You you know, you have a bunch of feelings bound up in there. Somebody allowed that to happen. You're pissed at that person. You're pissed at your abuser because guess what? They put you on a different timeline and and that's why you didn't get to go to college and this is me personally. What happened to my phone? What the fuck? Oh, my phone went completely black. Oh my God, you guys just heard me cough or, you know, like hawk up a goober. <laughs> the, my allergies are crazy this year. Please pray for me that my sinuses get better. Oh gosh. Wow. You can tell my body, it just doesn't. It's like, don't talk about this. I'm going to give you the hiccups and congestion and whatever else I can think of. Uh, upset stomach just don't go and tell people (laughs) because subconsciously you're ashamed of that you know so why why do you want to talk about shit you're ashamed about because i want to help other people that's why okay so check this out this rolled into another thought this morning if you're heavy and you've been trying to lose weight and you didn't know you were an empath, that you were generationally cursed with obesity, uh, or that you were sexually molested when you were a kid, you probably know that, or you may not know it, because sometimes your mind will cause you to forget things, and you don't even know it. Until your 40s and 50s, and then your your brain is okay, it's a Far enough away from the incident that you can start, it'll start uncovering it to you. And now this is a process of the brain. The brain wants to heal. And I asked God for a complete healing. When I asked out for it into the universe, as you would call it. And uh, I I got the complete healing, all right. You talk about getting dragged over the coals, man. Excuse me. Sorry about the hiccups, guys. But, um, yeah, it said, I put, wrote down, I didn't want to forget to tell you. This is why the weight never comes off. Because you haven't treated the source of it. If you are heavy and you are trying to process that you got molested when you were a kid, you need to go get a therapist. Because that weight ain't never coming off until you feel safe. And you don't feel safe because it never got resolved. No one ever came to justice for it. No one ever went to court for it. No one ever got smacked on the hand or put in jail for it. So you still feel unsafe. And that person might be walking around next to you. You think your body's going to let you be attractive when your abuser's in your face? I don't think so. So... 
tend to your body, your energy body, and you have to tend to your body and your emotional state. <gasps> Let me say that again. You have to tend to your energy body and your emotional state. You have to heal your emotional body and you have to heal your energy body, okay, which is your aura or aka electromagnetic field that they can measure when they're doing EEGs and EKGs, okay? So, but Christianity got Jesus. Jesus sent the science of tuning forks. God made it. And I'm not the one doing the fucking healing. It's God. <laughs> and when I called on angels, it's to bring people freaking help while they're going through something. I will invoke an angel. I don't pray to the angels. I just ask them. So you're saying that I just need... Christianity says... I'm not allowed to do that. Christianity says you have to go to God and ask him to bring the angels. Because if you call an angel in a physical body, it can be a dark entity disguised as an angel. So, what's a girl to do? Well, just play it safe. Because I want to be on the good side, good team. And I want, I know God gave me the two new forks for a reason. I'm still supposed to bring this new science, excuse me, into the world. Help bring it into the world. People don't know it, but sound, sound healing and meditation, connecting to God, the things that most people who sit and talk about think, you know, things you shouldn't do, they don't even pray themselves. They don't pray for themselves. They don't pray for nobody else. And... Sorry, you're just as open to entities as anybody else because you could literally walk into, it don't matter if you're Christian or not, you can still pick up a damn ent entity, entity because you walk into Walmart and your energy field blends with the per person standing next to you within five minutes. And if they have an attachment and you have a lot of light and they're basic, basically tapped out, they're going to try to go home with you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to try to feed off of that energy. That's why medium mediums get followed around by spirits. Because they see that light and they want to follow you. But it doesn't mean that they're a good entity, okay? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing as fuck. I'm just going to quit the podcast today. Because I guess it's going to keep going until... Till I get off here. So, um, yeah, th these are signals from your body. <gasps> Excuse me. Okay, like for example, when I worked fourteen hours down there at fucking Taste of the Taste of Belgium in Cincinnati, if you couldn't work doubles on the weekend and push mimosas, then they didn't want you. <gasps> Excuse me, and you had to be available for them, so you could work. You had to work twelve to fourteen hours. On the weekend, period. That's what everybody everybody did. Well, I started getting, you know, bunions. And I was like, I can't work over eight hours, you know. I think your body, the results from your body will tell you that you're in the wrong space. You know, you have to watch what you're, 
what your body is telling you. It will start to shake. It will start to get knots. It will start to get nauseous. It will start to tingle. Your body will give you tons of signals about what kind of energies are around you. Your your body's like kind of like an antenna, but really your brain is the antenna. Your pineal gland is how you connect to the spirit world is what I believe. And it's how we're able to talk to anybody we want, whether it's God, God or the bad guy or anyone in between those two. Because we have that ability. So I just think that there's a lot of knowledge that people don't understand. Because why would God have sit there and let me develop my intuition for for years? And then send me on this trip to Texas where all I had was him to gu- to guide me. You know, that's intuition is God's voice. Okay. And he brought me all the way here with all of these skills and gifts and abilities. And I'm not supposed to use them in certain ways. I'm just supposed to pray. Well, then what's this all about? What's this all about then? I'm just supposed to drop that whole thing i don't understand but the the tuning forks to me are not of the devil (laughs) you know they are something to assist you to help you heal and people christians are rejecting those they are rejecting those because oh they're too new agey no they're not new agey they're science cybernetics look it up i can't believe people are so blind they see this part but they don't see that part that's why i'm here i'm a blend of all of these energies and i have these skills that god gave me from all of these religions things that i picked up and nobody else knows them because they haven't went through them so He created someone with experience who's used to dealing with spiritual spiritual matters, right? Even though I wasn't on God's team the whole time. All I do now is convert that all over to the good side. You know, I stopped reading cards. I stopped doing that, period. I stopped doing anything. My crystals are still in the box from where we packed them up. And we moved to this place. Haven't even got them out yet. But I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of the crystals. Uh, Crystals are a good thing. And anyone, I'm pretty sure that if you believe in the power of crystals to heal, that you'll receive that healing. But the same thing goes with God. It just, what does it matter as long as we heal? You know, we're trying to, Bring God back into the the whole release of witchcraft is just bringing God more fully into this realm. Because sooner or later, the devil's going to turn on you. And and all these people practicing witchcraft is either going to get an entity, they're going to have a string of horrible events happen. Watch. He wants your energy. He's not just there to help you do magical things. The, The enemy. He's not just there To help you with those things. He's here to take your soul. And it's a very serious thing. 
I was lucky that I was saved. I'm one of the rare people that made it through with gifts and turned full-on Christian. But I'm not giving up my tuna forks because those are solid science. So, uh, you know, I can pray for God to bring those angels. I can make that alteration. It's not that scary. You know, instead of me saying, Archangel Michael, please go to the bedside of this man that I want to heal. I will say, God, will you please send Archangel Michael to the bedside of this person so no one negative, you know, you envelop them in your wings and no negative can come near this person. Put a hedge of protect, protection around their hospital bed and or wherever they're at and keep them safe from anybody, just anybody who is negative negative and wants to come over and visit give them something to do that day they can't make it you know because or put this person in isolation and let them heal you know so that's all i call the angels for you know it's for, well i used to call them i did it wrong though i used to call the angels to help heal that person and that's that's crossing the line into the occult i think is when when you're praying to something that's created not to something not to the creator but i know that's a christian standard not everybody listens to that or cares about it but i want to be the first person to say if all of these entities didn't exist i wouldn't have gotten where i am i would have never got out of where i was i was calling on as you would call it the divine feminine to help me break out of this horrible masculine influence which was my husband up north in Ohio and and they helped <laughs> you know like <clears throat> it felt like they were grateful that someone called on them so they could help now other people will say those are demons and they very well could be they were trying to deceive me into using me for the next 50 years but I I stepped out. I don't do things like that anymore. I don't, you know, I don't invoke other entities because now I know and realize that what I was doing. I mean, to any person, there's going to be an inkling to go to, to have some kind of spiritual power. Whether it comes from the enemy, Satan, or it comes from God. But all of this is happening on this planet right now. This massive turnout of tar tarot cards and pendulums being in the dollar store and stuff. They'll bring them home right into your house. To the kids, you know. And adults too. But uh, I think we're going to have a modern... A modern day ghost ghost busters that since I've been through an exorcism and I've helped Chris do perform an exorcism in Houston, I know what's coming. I already know it. People are going to be calling like ghostbusters. Can you help me get rid of this entity in my house? There's something going on. Somebody told me it could be, you know, a spirit. Yeah, well, you kind of open a portal in your house. So, and this is the deception of the enemy. He makes it look like it's a game and it's not going to harm anything. 
And it spirituality is real, whether people like it or not. There is a good and there is an evil. And uh, that's just how it is. Well, y'all, I'm going to get off here and clear my nose out. I have to put in this nasal spray. And I don't want to do that on the podcast. <laughs> you have to draw the line somewhere. Oh, of course, now my hiccups are gone when I'm getting off the podcast. But it's okay. We'll make this a quick one today. And y'all tell me what you think. Give me some feedback. Come over to Spotify for podcasters and reach out to me. You know, tell me, ask your questions. Let me know what you're thinking. Email me at shareyourabundance at gmail.com. You can also support me, help me create more content by helping me pay my bills. <laughs> and that's just the blunt truth of it. You know, you can't do more of what you love until you get your bills paid. So if you guys want to help support me monetarily, you can go to uh, go to Missy Conley 1972 on TikTok and go to the bio, click there, and it'll be a link tree. And Missy Conley, 1972, M-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-L-E-Y-1972. That's the year I was born. So you can find me on Instagram under that too, and also YouTube. Even though there's not a lot of content on YouTube yet, I'm always posting shit to Facebook, so and which is posted automatically to Instagram. So you'll see stuff over there, and... uh you can go over to my TikTok bio, click the link tree, the link in there, and it'll take you to any way you want to donate to me. So help support me, get my bills paid, <laughs> get a life back, and stop living in poverty. You know, I want to live a little bit better, a lot better than where I am right now. I'm so sorry I'm blowing my nose on the podcast, but... I am an empath that lives in Texas, and it is lush down here. There is, like, so much pollen. And today we have an air quality uh, warning. Like, you know, it could be really bad air quality today for pollution. So I'm like, yay. I need a garden hose ran through my system or something, I think. Can you all hear that? That's crazy. Well, I hope that you guys stay well and you stay safe and prayed up. If you see anything happening that is scary or out of the ordinary, you better hit your knees. Because that's the only thing Jesus Christ calling on his name. If you have nothing else, no holy water, no nothing, no tuning forks, no minister, no nothing. Then you need to, uh, yeah, you need to call on God, Jesus Christ. And, and in a case of an emergency... Call on Jesus Christ, like break the break the glass, call on him. Because his name will push any entity away. It may not get it to stay away, but you can get some temporary relief until you can get somebody to help you get rid of that entity. And you're gonna have to find somebody spiritually experienced in that. So who are you gonna call? Old Missy. Call Missy and Chris, because we'll come to the rescue. So um We've done it before. But anyways, I love you guys. If you can't donate or support me through monetary means, that's okay. Just share my podcast. And I love you. Thank you for listening to my program. And 
I don't know, six months from now, I could be a clean, walking away Christian. You know, like, don't feel no need to argue for any of the old things I used to do. That's fine. But until then, nobody's taking my tuna forks. Because God presented those to me. And I think that I have to have those. So, I think they're part of my journey. And I'm going to have the little shop on the strand where you can come in and get energy work done. And, which is basically the same thing as praying. Same thing as going to the altar and getting hands prayed on. You know, laying hands, getting prayed on. Who cares how you get healed? As long as you get healed, that's all of God. If it's love, it's God. If it's not love, it's not God. So, don't fuck with it. All right? I love you guys. Have a blessed, magical, positive, beautiful, sweet day today. I love you guys. Bye-bye.